Open mine eyes that I may see Glimpses of truth thou hast for me Open mine eyes, illumine me Spirit divine Love of my life, I am crying I am not dying, I am dancing Dancing along in the madness There is no sadness like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. We have some wonderful music and an inspired guest with us today for Song of the Soul. Nathan Aswell joins us from Vancouver. He's got decades of experience performing music with other musicians, locally and even internationally known, like Randy Bachman of Bachman Turner Overdrive. But he's only turned to producing his own music over the last few years, which led to the release of his CD, Little by Little. As Nathan says on his website, he believes his purpose in this life is to inspire and heal through his music. Nathan, welcome to Song of the Soul. Thank you, sir. I feel welcome. You're out there in the West Coast, up in Vancouver. How long have you been there? I moved to Vancouver in 1992. I was born in Montreal. Now, if you're born in Montreal, does that mean that you are native French speaker, or is that secondary? How does that work there, back when you were growing up, I guess? Okay, I'll answer that question in two parts. My first language is English. I am absolutely delighted that I grew up in Montreal. I think it was a very rich experience to grow up in the midst of two cultures. I think that whether you're English-speaking or French-speaking, everyone who's born in Montreal is really immersed in a wonderful sense of joie de vivre, which I've never found anywhere else in Canada or the world, really. So, Nathan, you've been doing music since quite young, I think, and you certainly performed with a lot of people. Give us a little thumbnail sketch of your background with music, including the folks you've been part of making music with. I'll take you back even a little bit further than that. Uh, Before music really hit me in a big way, I thought for sure that I was going to be an impressionist. And you being 55 will, I'm sure, remember Rich Little. 
Rich Little was my hero when I was growing up, and I would stand in front of the television and I would imitate Rich Little, imitating whomever he was imitating, and was really convinced that was going to be my road. And then about, well, a very short time after that, a few years after that, music hit me in a big way. And I've been performing since I was 14, professionally since I was about 16. That's one answer to your question. Another answer is my earliest musical experiences were in the Catholic Church. That's my heritage, Roman Catholic. That path has been very different since my 20s, but when I first started, Roman Catholicism was really the focus of my spirituality. And I always describe my musical life as having two kind of separate and parallel paths. One was my spiritual path and the other was my professional path. And for the longest time, you know, never the twain shall meet. Over time, they've slowly been getting closer and closer together and becoming more and more intertwined until this point where I don't hesitate in saying that this is my ministry. Music is very much my ministry and my calling. I'm very interested in in inspiring and healing people through my music making. The most up-to-date thing that I can say about that is I've actually made a commitment as of September 1st to completely get rid of all of my corporate engagements, which is to say the things that have been, you know, my bread and butter so that I can really focus completely on my passion, which is to inspire and heal through my music making. To answer your question about who I've played with along the way, there have been an awful lot of people both in Montreal and Vancouver. I would say that probably the highest profile people that i played with in Quebec, and I don't know if anybody in your listening area would know these people, but the last group I played with in Montreal was a trio called the Buzz Band, and in the Buzz Band was John Miguel on guitar, who was part of a very high-profile French rock band called Offenbach, and the drummer was Jerry Mercer. Maybe some of your listeners would remember from his years as the drummer in April Wine. So we had a lot of fun playing together, and yeah, I just really felt that it was time for me to leave Montreal, so I did. Went to the West Coast, and within a couple of years was really connecting with a lot of local people there. And again, probably the most high-profile person that I've had the pleasure of working with there is Randy Bachman. I ended up playing with Randy at a couple of corporate events that he was doing in Alberta. And I think the absolute highlight for me was sitting next to Randy on stage during soundcheck and just hearing what he would do while we were waiting to do the soundcheck. He's just a mind-bogglingly good guitar player. I think people know that, but to just really sit beside him for about half an hour or whatever it was and just hear him, his noodling was absolutely outstanding. Well, that's a pretty good background for us, Nathan. Why don't we get started on your music for your Song of the Soul? What do you want to start us off with? I'd like to start with the title track of my CD, Little by Little. This is very much a song that I dedicate to everyone because it's a song about how uh, I feel inspired by absolutely everyone that I meet on my path. Everyone that we meet has something to teach us and uh, is helping us get home, and that's very much what the song is about. Little by little, bit by bit, I'm getting to the heart of it. Little by little, love is guiding me home. Little by little, bit by bit, I'm getting to the heart of it Little by little
That was Nathan Aswell, his song Little by Little, first song for his song of the soul. He's with us today from Vancouver, which has been his home since 1992. Uh, he has a website, nathanaswell.com, and Aswell is A-S-W-E-L-L. You can always find a link from my site, northernspiritradio.org. And while you're there, please drop us a comment. We love to hear from you. Helps us know which direction we're going that's serving you. So, Nathan, back to you. That song, I would say it's kind of got a jazzy kind of feel to it, something, maybe something towards James Taylor, his kind of alternate sound. Who have been your influences? Who have been the people who you really would like to be when you grow up? (laughs) I'm honored that you mentioned James Taylor and I in the same sentence. Your check is in the mail for that. The focus of my music making initially, like every other teenager, I suppose, in this culture, I was drawn first to guitar. Very shortly after I started noodling on guitar, uh, bass really called to me. So I actually played for a great many years uh, as a singing bassist. So my influences would be uh, some very uh, high-profile bass players, Paul McCartney, certainly. Someone named Jaco Pistorius, I don't know if your listeners would know him, but he was certainly at one point considered probably one of the best bass players in the world. And what he brought to the table was a tremendous sense of improvisation. I think he really elevated the electric bass to an improvisational instrument. I don't think the world had ever heard that before, Jaco, really. But I'm really drawn to a lot of tremendous singers as well. So Stevie Wonder, Peter Gabriel, Sting have all influenced me a great deal in terms of their singing and their songwriting. And I'm just following up. Part of the lyrics in that song that we just finished, Little by Little, one of the things you say in there is something like, throughout this journey, I've been shown that I'm not alone. Is that about community, or is there any sense of divine that's part of that? Yes. <laughs> yes, devote. So, you're not afraid to refer to the divine. What what words do you like to use to speak of it? What's comfortable for you now? I grew up Catholic also, so I've got those traditional words that I'm still comfortable with, but more often I refer to other ones. What's comfortable for you these days? That's a wonderful question, Mark, and I'm very glad you asked me that, because I think the biggest challenge I've faced since I've walked away from my Roman Catholic identity is, how do I pray? Specifically, the problem is I no longer feel comfortable with the notion of God as being something outside of me. I'm very comfortable these days with the notion of God as something that's inside of me, something that's inside all of us. And so I've really wondered exactly that. What I find myself coming back to most consistently is using the word love, capital L. Some people feel comfortable using terms like higher power or true self or higher self, but for me, love, capital L, is is the word that I keep coming back to. And it certainly shows up in your music enough. So where are the kind of venues that you play these days? You said earlier that you're going to, as of September 1st, be eliminating all corporate engagements. That's a big risk to take. So, you know, are you going to just be busking on the street? No, I'm not just going to be busking on the street. I have two answers to that question. One is I have been busy uh, developing as many connections as I can, and the kinds of venues that I find myself playing in these days are churches, mostly New Thought churches, but not completely. I also am a part of several Kirtan experiences locally in Vancouver. Kirtan, for those of you listeners who are not familiar with the the term, is sacred chanting. And that can be chanting in many different languages and many different cultures. And I also am busy playing at a number of different conferences 
in Canada and the United States. So basically, I'm busy trying to become as visible as I can wherever I can. So I'm building little pockets of activity in a number of different places in Canada and the United States. So my commitment to end my corporate connections as of September 1st does feel scary. And at the same time, it's very exciting because it's very clear to me that I'm getting more and more of a sense, both internally and externally, that this really is my path to pursue with my whole heart to inspire and heal through my music making. And the final piece to answer to your question is I have a very supportive wife who is in a very high-paying job, (laughs) who is giving me uh, lots of love and support and room to really fully pursue my passion. Well, I commend you on making that decision, on taking that risk. It's both brave and I think it's wise not to sell your soul too cheap, which a lot of us end up doing. And to have an example like yours gives us all a little bit more nudge in, I think, a divine direction. And to help us with some more nudges, why don't you give us another song? What's up next? Well, that's a lovely uh, segue, Mark. In fact, this next song, I think it's very timely based on everything we were just saying. The next song is More Than Enough. It's a song about the things which we take for granted, the small things which we really don't think much about in our day-to-day. But over time, we realize are the quintessential things, the things that really make our lives very sweet. So this song talks about those kinds of things. A wise soul from another day laid bare the simple truth That all we need to be content is this Someone to love, something to do, and something to hope for. With these three goals, your aim life could be bliss. But human nature's funny, you live, learn, and forget. May this song help remind me when I'm tense and upset. Food for my belly, a comfy bed, a guy who loves me, enough said. It's not much, but it's more than enough. My trusty six string, a pad and pen, some inspiration, amen. It's not much, but it's more than enough. Some folks say you won't be happy till you have a pile of gold But I have found you can't be bound by everything that you're told A heart for loving, a soul to feel, a voice to sing about what's real It's not much, but it's more than enough Till you have a pile of gold 
But I have found you can't be bound by everything that you're told. Got time to ponder all I possess, all things considered. I'm blessed. It's not much, but it's more than enough. It's not much, but it's more than enough. Yeah. That was more than enough, but we can't get enough of it, can we, Nathan? It's a great song. So, more than enough, and I notice in your chorus there. A gal who loves me, Nuff said. That gal who loves me, is that that rich woman who is keeping you in the manner that allows you to do your music to the fullest of its potential? I'm embarrassed to say no, Mark. That was actually a reference to my first wife. I wrote that song probably about, it was in 91, I believe, and I was married to a wonderful Montreal gal who I'm happy to say I'm still connected to. She's still a good friend of mine. And Sheila, my current second and final wife, would uh, laugh, I think, to hear herself referred to as rich. <laughs> maybe rich in spirit. Maybe that's what I was referring to. Rich in spirit, absolutely. The sound of Sheila's laugh is music to my ears. Now, talking about influences there, I would have gone quite a ways back. I don't know, early on, on the stage people, maybe up through Louis Armstrong, any of those people, folks you like? Absolutely. I mean, I'm glad you asked me about influences. Because I've been performing for most of my life, I've just, you know, absorbed a lot of different styles and been exposed to a lot of different things. And what was very important for me in the making of Little by Little is I really wanted the lyrics to dictate what the style of the song would be. As a musician, when I go and hear live bands play, no matter how good they are, if it's a country and western band or a reggae band or whatever, after about two or three songs in a particular style, I think, well, that's great, but I'd like to hear something else. So it was really important to me to produce a CD that would have a lot of different flavors on it because as a listener and as a musician, I'm interested in satisfying those two aspects of myself and, and I would assume two aspects of whomever is listening and that is, you know, the part that just likes to listen and, you know, tap a toe or whatever and respond to the music on kind of an emotional level and there's another part of me that wants to feed that other part that would listen to it and go, wow, that's clever, that's interesting, you know, that's a, a great chord progression or a really good lyric or whatever. For that reason, there's a great deal of variety in styles and instrumentation and densities of different kinds. You know, we have everything on the CD from solo voice to full band. Well, why don't you give us another example, Nathan, of music that maybe uh, hits some more of that span of varieties that you do? You are, you're a master at this. I have the perfect song to show you. It's a nice contrast from the two songs we've heard so far. This song is called Breathe. And I'm particularly excited and happy about this song. This song has really hit people in a very big way. My goal in composing this song was, it was based on an exercise that I discovered with my wife, Sheila, from a wonderful book called Tantra, The Art of Conscious Loving. Most people think that Tantra is about sex, and it's not. It's about really having a, a deep union with your partner, which involves sex, but it's much more than that. And in this wonderful book, there are all these little exercises that you can try to cultivate that closeness, that connection. The exercise that particularly excited Sheila and I was an exercise in which you alternate your breathing together as you lie spooning on your left side. 
you alternate your breath and you literally start to feel like as you're exhaling, your breath is being inhaled into your partner's lungs and vice versa. And the next level of the exercise is as you are doing the breathing, you're holding each other on each of your seven chakras. So after about 10 or 15 minutes of this, you really feel like you've connected energetically. And it was very powerful for Sheila and I to experience that because our lives are very different. You know, she has a very intense nine-to-five life in the corporate world, and I'm an artist. So this was something that really brought us closer together. And so I wanted the music in Breathe to exemplify that desire of kind of getting on the same page so as you listen to breathe the melody goes back and forth between both the voices and ends with both voices singing in unison as the cool of evening settles on the bay and our work is over for the day come and lay beside me in this quiet space In my open arms you'll find a place to breathe In my love for you and the deepening hue of our union I will breathe in your love for me, feel its energy Build divine communion Spooning on our left and swaying like the tide Let the rhythm lead us deep inside Filling every chakra, starting with the heart Nurturing our sacred counterpart We breathe in my love for you And the deepening hue of our union We will breathe in your love for me Feel its energy Build divine communion As our dance progresses, our dance progresses with, each passing with each passing night Feel a growing feel sense, a sense of, of peace and light Saying yes to love yes to conquering the fear, conquering the fear to Our two nature appear We for you and the deepening hue of our union we will breathe in your love for me feel its energy build divine communion grateful for the process eager to go on Let us journey onward till we are as one, till we are as one. That was Breathe by Nathan Aswell, 
Do you often perform when you perform by yourself with someone else? How do you do this? I suppose the best answer I can give you is that when I made my CD little by little, it was not my intention to perform on my own. It was very much my intention to play with other musicians as much as is possible. And current economics being what they are, it's not feasible for me to tour or perform with a band. So I usually perform by myself. And this would be a wonderful opportunity to tell you that since I wrote and recorded that CD, I have been busy working on uh, developing my technique on an instrument, a very unusual instrument called the NS stick. NS stands for Ned Steinberger. He's one of two people who developed this instrument. And people can see pictures of it and learn more about it on my website. The long and the short of it is it's an eight-stringed instrument, which is like a guitar and a bass in one. And when I play it, I play it by just tapping the strings with both hands so that I can play two parts at the same time, which is to say bass lines and guitar parts. And people will get a chance to hear that specifically on one of the songs that will be coming up a little later. But what's coming up now? What's coming up now is my tribute to the only real moment, which is the present moment, which is here and now. As someone who was very instrumental, pardon the pun, in helping me with the first CD as a wonderful local drummer by the name of Phil Robertson. And he just did some wonderful stuff on this track, so I'm also very happy to have Phil on this recording here and now. All the time we have is now All the place we have is here All that matters is to live With open hearts and give Cause all we have is here and now So in this moment let's allow It's precious to be clear Cause all that matters is to love That's all we're in need of And all we have is here and now If we Reawaken all that's set free. 
was Nathan Aswell, and his song was Here and Now. And right away, that brings up a question for me. You said, Nathan, that those backgrounds are you singing background with yourself. I understand how you can do that in the recording studio, but what do you do when you're out in public? Do you kind of have to do a Sybil thing, or what? (laughs) Oh, if I could, Mark, believe me, I would. No, basically what it means is that when I perform the song live, I don't do any of those background vocals. In that song, you say that all we have is here and now. And I don't know if that's an article of faith with you, and I certainly understand the way in which that's true and so important for us to know the eternal now. But what about afterlife and, you know, rebirth? And, you know, the thing that really strikes me is the time when it's good not to be in the here and now is when you're in the middle of torture. It's a good time to be in my fond memories of eating ice cream on another day. How does that interact with this idea of here and now for you? Wow, powerful questions. Well, I want to give you three answers. The first is, I think that any songwriter will tell you that songwriting is a form of therapy. It really is something that helps us to kind of figure things out. And for me, you know, it just makes it even sweeter, not only when something that I write has a positive impact on me, but when I hear that it's had a positive impact on others, that that makes it even more wonderful. So I say all that because here and now is very much a call for me, a reminder to me to live more in the present, because like a lot of people I know, maybe everyone I know, the challenge is to really be here now. We are so often in moments in the past and in the future. This was really a call and an invitation for me to be much more in the present moment. I spent a great deal of time, specifically in my 20s, reading voraciously everything I could get my hands on when Roman Catholicism no longer felt like an identity that fit for me. I was just hungry to find anything and everything else. And I read a great deal about the afterlife and reincarnation and several other things. And what happened to me after a while, I thought, okay, I need to stop reading about all these things and I need to start living my life. I really need to start learning on a body level as opposed to a mental level. So what I would say to you at this point is, I really have no idea what's coming. 
I have faith that there is something else after this experience, and I don't know what it is. And no matter how much time I spend thinking about it, I'm never going to know. So I may as well just be here and, and make the best of, of this experience. And, gee, I hope that I never experience moments of torture, and I'm sad that there are people in this world that do. I guess all I can respond to that is I've been very inspired by Viktor Frankl, who wrote that very powerful book about his experience in uh, concentration camps. And he speaks, I would say, and I hope I'm not doing him an injustice by saying this, but my sense is that he was very much saying the same thing, that what got him through that experience was for him to really somehow be connected to gratitude and making the most of even that moment. I know that there's some people out there, and I'm really not one amongst them, who worry that if you live in the here and now, that that leads to hedonism, as in, you know, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die kind of thing, and that people end up not caring about the world and their relationships because, you know, I don't have to pay for my crimes tomorrow. Do you have any of that kind of fear? Were you raised with that kind of fear? Is that something that you shed along the way? No, that doesn't resonate with me at all. And I really think that if someone is making an earnest effort to be conscious, to really be present, I really think that it would be impossible to continue to stay in a place of eating and drinking and being merry. I really think that at some point there would be some sort of a hunger for something more than that. Well, we're hungry for some more music. What's up? Well, ironically, (laughs) the next song that I'd like to offer is a song called Do That Thing. And Do That Thing is about doing whatever it is that makes us feel the most alive. I suppose for some people that may be eating and drinking and being merry, but I meant it uh, much more than that. Again, I very much see myself as someone who spends too much time in my head. And this was an invitation for me to be more in the rest of me, to really be in my body and to really celebrate those things that I do that make me feel the happiest, whether that be singing or moving or walking or swimming or making love or whatever it may be. Those things that are, I really feel, very delicious ways for us to connect to the divine, to our higher selves, to love, capital L. So that's what this song is about. And I very deliberately wrote it as something that people would want to dance to so that they could really feel it on a very physical level as they're listening to it as well. Time to get out of your seats. Another gift from Nathan Aswell. The song is Do That Thing.
feeds your soul Whatever makes you whole Whatever makes you feel Whatever makes you heal Whatever makes you sure Whatever makes you pure Whatever makes you sing Sing, sing Do that thing Listen up for a minute, stop your hurrying What you gonna get with all that worrying? So much to remember, so much to forget It's gonna kill you if you want dead Yet to find a way to unwind and clear your mind There'll never be a better place in time Because now is all we have and all there is So just do it Do that thing That thing that makes you sing Whatever feeds your soul Whatever makes you whole, whatever makes you feel, whatever makes you heal, whatever makes you sure, whatever makes you pure, whatever makes you sing, do that thing. Got to remember the golden rule. Be your fuel. Whatever feeds your soul. Whatever makes you whole. Whatever makes you feel. Whatever makes you heal. Whatever makes you sure. Whatever makes you pure. Whatever makes you sane. Sane, sane. Do that thing. Get out of your head. Just do it. Get out of your head. Into your body. Get out of your head. This program is coming to you from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and the program is Song of the Soul, which is one of the Northern Spirit Radio productions we do. Our website is northernspiritradio.org, and with us today for Song of the Soul, we have Nathan Aswell. His website is nathanaswell.com, A-S-W-E-L-L, or find it via northernspiritradio.org. And Nathan, we were just doing that thing. Are you much of a funk? Can you do rap? Can you do all of the? I mean, you've got quite a variety of music out there. Well, as I said, I like to keep things interesting, and I would be the last person to tell you that I'm a rapper. I just thought when this song came through me, I thought, well, gee, wouldn't it be fun to kind of include that little section? So it always gives me great joy to do it in the middle of my show, and people always, you know, always gives them a little giggle when they see me doing it. So, you know, whatever works, whatever's appropriate for the song, I'll go there. And so in concert, are you able to lower your voice somehow? Can you get it down there and do it? No, no, I just kind of have fun with it and just deliver it as best I can in my uh, girly man voice. I'm fond of calling myself a girly man as opposed to someone who, uh, you know, is a real man, someone who can hit all those really beefy low notes. That's not me. I'm I'm up in uh, Paul McCartney, Michael Jackson turf. 
You released Little by Little, I think, back in 2007, according to your website. Have you not done recordings before? Do you have other recordings? Is there something coming? I don't have other recordings. Little by Little was a long time in coming, as I've let you know earlier in this interview. You know, music has been my whole life, but music, for the most part, has been me supporting either other original artists or me, you know, uh, being a human jukebox, providing dance music songs that people would already know. So I was way overdue to actually release something of my own, and it nothing comes close, Mark. It's been an absolute honor and pleasure for me, and I am just as hungry to release my second CD. So it is my hope within a year to have a second CD ready to go, and if not this year, well, believe me, as soon as I possibly can. And an indication to your listeners of where I'm going is the next song that I wanted to share, and that is To Love something that I've written fairly recently and, you know, coming back to another part of our conversation, to love, it can very much be interpreted as being to capital L love, which I was referring to earlier. It's very much about uh, surrendering to that and really features me the way that I would usually be heard these days, which is singing and accompanying myself on my NS stick. Ever was and will 
Two Good Things, Nathan Aswell and To Love. As you said, Nathan, the word you like to use for the divine is love. One of the problems we have with that when we do it in English, we're not like Greek where love has a lot of different names. We can talk about eros, which is romantic, sexual love, philia, kind of like brotherly love, and agape, which is the kind of divine love. Is that helpful or is it hurtful in English that, you know, love just kind of conflates all those into a single word? And so are you singing about let's get it on through the night, baby, or are we talking about communing with the divine? It's literally impossible for me to write, oh, yeah, baby, baby songs. (laughs) I just, it's not in me. It's not how I'm wired. So when I'm singing, it is very much meant in the divine sense. And, you know, that's the beauty of all of us on this path. It may very well uh, impact other people, and they may hear it in a romantic way. And my sincere hope would be that whatever level it does hit people on, that it is something that ultimately leads them to the divine, because that's where we're all going anyway. Have you had or do you have connection with membership, participation in other churches besides the Catholic Church of your childhood? I do indeed. In fact, when I released Little by Little, it was interesting because when I finished the CD, I thought, well, gee, now what? Where will I find a home? Where will this music find a home? Where are the ears that want to hear this music? And it's been a delicious process since I released the CD. I've I've met a number of different people by going to conferences and one thing leading to another. And that all started with me joining the Positive Music Association, which is based in Boulder, Colorado. My good friend Scott Johnson heads that up. And it's very much Scott's intention to have all of us who are writing music that is inspirational in whatever sense to uh, learn from each other and to move forward together. So once I'd become a member of the Positive Music Association, I then started finding out about various experiences. And the first conference that I went to was something called Sound Connections, which happens at Unity Village in Kansas City, Missouri. I went there in September 2007, and that's where I started making friends, building connections with other artists, and uh, literally one thing has led to another. So I now have little pockets of connection in all kinds of different places in both Canada and the U.S., I would say primarily at this point my connections are in New Thought churches. For those who have not heard that term, I would say in a very, very brief way, New Thought is very much about creating your own reality through your own thinking. 
as you think is how your world will manifest itself. I may be doing it a tremendous injustice by whittling it down to that, but I think that will do for the moment. Into that category, I would put unity churches, churches of religious science. So I have been to very many of both of those. Well, we've got just a few moments left here. Can we go out with a song that maybe will capture some of that? Absolutely. This last song that I'd like to share with your listeners is called Choose Love. Choose Love was inspired by a book which had a very powerful impact on me, a book called Emmanuel's Book Two, The Choice for Love. There are three books in the series, and basically Emmanuel is a group of spirits which are channeled through a person named Pat Rodgast. The beauty of the book, uh, Choose Love, is it, it really says that everything comes down to making a very simple choice, that everything really comes down to either choosing fear or choosing love. The book had a very strong impact on me, and I wanted to affirm musically that if it is that simple, if it does come down to just choosing between fear and love, I want to choose love. So many options, it's a challenge to know where to start.
Deep song, Choose Love by Nathan Aswell. He's been our guest here today for Song of the Soul. He joins us from Vancouver. Nathan, that's a beautiful song. Uh, we haven't got enough time here to go into it more deeply, but people should go to your website, right? NathanAswell.com. They can connect with you. Have you got performance opportunities coming up where they could hear you in person? I do, absolutely. Um, I have a calendar page on my website. I should mention at this point, Mark, um, because I've had some people who have had difficulty trying to connect with me, and that's because they think Nathan is spelt N-A-T-H-A-N. I should say that it's N-A-T-H-E-N-A-S-W-E-L-L. So, yes, if they come to my website, there's information on the origins of all the songs and the stories behind all the songs. They'll find those on my website. My calendar's on my website. I also put out a monthly newsletter. I'd be happy to add people's names to my monthly newsletter. So, yeah, there's lots of good stuff. Again, people can always find him via northernspiritradio.org. Nathan, thanks for the gift of all the music, but I especially want to thank you today for the inspirational step you're taking, giving up the commercial identity so you can live fully into the spirituality and truth that you're living out in your life. Thank you for sharing today for A Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. I bow to you, and I appreciate all that you're doing in and for the world. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can 